Hey yo, Blunt Talk Sports, what's going on? It has been a nice little break. Uh, I let the uh, the podcast kind of uh, simmer for the summer. Um, I'm not a huge baseball fan, and there really wasn't that much shit going on, so <clears throat> I figured I'd take a little step back and uh, work on some things. And um, in the meantime, I think my last podcast was uh, like the first week of June. Um, in between that time, I have moved to Denver. Uh, I got a new job. So anyway, just personal life stuff has taken off. But um, good parts for the podcast are I have um, my roommate is um, one of the guys that I will be doing the pod with now. So anyway, um, just a, uh, a shout out to my man, Justin Kirk, who you will hear momentarily here in a little bit. Um, this week, I believe I have some uh, hot takes from my man, Austin, who usually calls and then uh, potentially another maybe a couple people. So, anyway, uh, the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast is coming at you right now. All right, what's up, guys? Here with Jay Kirk, a.k.a. Alphabama. Not a big fan of the Bama part, but hey. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm a loving person, so I'll look past your faults. Um, <clears throat> let's just jump right into it, man. NBA free agency. Kawhi bounces. Fuck you, Kawhi. <laughs> See ya. I can't wait till the Spurs play them this year. I cannot wait. Um, do you think it's a... like? I ob- to me it's obvious the, the Spurs won the trade, but do you think it's a move that like impacts um, Toronto in a positive way next year, or is it going to be negative the entire time because we all know he's leaving? First off, I just want to point out that you have some harsh things to say about Kawhi yet your name is still Kawhi. So seriously, I knew I knew this was coming hey, up. Um, that's your boy. <laughs> like you know, I, I see that you feel like. Uh, <laughs> A Cleveland fan once upon a time <laughs> to, uh, to to LeBron, but um, personally, I think that I was surprised in general about the him going to Toronto. But then, as they traded their other star player from Toronto to the Spurs, I don't. I think y'all won the trade as well because you know DeRozan is somebody who wants to play basketball and he wants to play for the Spurs. He wants to play for Popovich. Kawhi. We don't know if he, what he wants to do. You right. Know what I mean, yeah, I, he won't talk. He won't talk. He doesn't <laughs> want to go play with LeBron. He doesn't want to go join the Warriors. Thank God. He doesn't want to stay in, in in San Antonio, or even play for USA. Yeah. Like what? I, I I've never. <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever seen an athlete quite lot quite like Kawhi Leonard. Like Tim Duncan was quiet, but he would still like talk. Like in the sense of like. Um, when we beat the Thunder in 2014 to go to the finals, he made that prediction where he was like, oh, we're going to do it this time. Like, we're going to win. I've never seen Kawhi say anything like that. Right. He always has to lean on his uh, his uncle, Uncle Dennis. Somebody somebody in the background. Yeah, which is fine in a, in a sense, but at the same time, man, like, you're a, a pro athlete now. You what, gotta... if the, what if that Uncle Dennis person turns out to be like his alter ego, like Grandmama? Please let that be real. <laughs> yeah, I'm Uncle Dennis. Like, no, nah, oh, you're Kawhi. God. Please let that be real. <laughs> you are Kawhi Litter. No, nah, but I've seen also, well, I've seen people saying with the Spurs, like, laughing, like, oh, they got DeRozan. Like, yeah, we won 48 games last year with just LaMarcus Aldridge. 
and now we're adding, you know, a, an elite NBA talent. That that's only a positive. Who's an MVP candidate? Yeah, it's, yeah, and and that's with being coached by Dwayne Casey. What is Greg Popovich going to do for DeMar DeRozan? Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think it's going to have a big impact. So, anyway, um, shout out to Pop for being Team USA's coach yes. uh, after Coach K um, has retired from it because. Who else better to have that job? You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't get anybody else better uh, outside of Phil Jackson. He Larry probably Brown, wouldn't even be Larry Brown. Yeah. And he probably wouldn't even be better. So, shout out to Pop. Yeah, and, shout out to the Spurs for uh, allowing uh, Popovich to, to do that, to give uh, superstars a little taste of what it's like in San Antonio. It's like a free advertisement. Come on to San Antonio. Let me ask you this, though, <clears throat> before, before you go. Just, just for the next topic. What about the Tony Parker move? I I was disappointed with I was pissed when it first happened. Now it is what it is. He's old. He's getting one more he got ten million dollars. Like that was not happening here. Like he, he's not worth that anymore. Um so I don't know. Uh I, I'm happy he's getting a payday, but at the same time, it reminds me of like um Sean Kemp and Hakeem Olajuwon and Patrick Ewing going to that like next team and looking terrible. Like, why did you do that? I, I get it's the money, but just as a Spurs fan, I wish he would have just retired. And he'll be back. He'll be back to retire. Yeah, he'll be back to he'll sign a ten day contract and retire. Yeah. But it is what it is. So yeah. Um, all right. So I'll let you're the LeBron guy and you're the Mellow guy. So you can go ahead and take these, start these ones. Oh, class of three. <laughs> so best class since. Class of '96, yeah. Since the class of '84, yep. Um, I mean, do you think LeBron moves good? He, I mean, I'll give him credit. He didn't bring anybody with him. Like right now, it's just him and a bunch of young kids. I mean, like, I think this is a life move. I don't think this is a basketball move. Like he's going to live in LA. He in the other places everywhere he went, he's like we're winning championships. He hasn't said a thing about a ring. I, I think that Melo. Or first off, LeBron is at a time in his life right now where he can do a lot with a lot less than what he has now. Right. Like Cleveland, he took Cleveland to Neverland. Right. Right. Um, that team wasn't ready for. The Warriors, and we all knew it. Yeah. Right? I, right now, no team's ready for the Warriors. No. But um, the move to LA, I thought was good for him. I, I like it um, as much as I dare say it. Lonzo Ball is probably the best Ball brother. Um, oh yeah, he, he, he has a, he people people knock him, and I was one of the people who knocked him until I actually watched him play. He's not bad. He has a horrible shot, but he's not bad. He is great. He's a very uh, high basketball IQ for right. a young age. Like he he reminds he has an IQ right now of somebody that uh, he, he reminds me of a Jason Kidd type. A Jason Kidd or 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 a, really even a, a Tony Parker. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And I will give him credit. One thing he is way like way advanced at for his age. Is that his defense? He's a great defender, right? On both team and like just individual. And defense. He's, he's athletic. To and that's one of his under under uh, under the radar under the radar skills that he has. Man, he's athletic. The man, the boy can bounce. Yeah, I and agree. Um, he LeBron got LeBron's own. He got he got Javale McGee. There I said, but Javale McGee was a key piece in um, 
He's he's a glue guy now. He's right. he's not an X factor, but he's a guy that comes in and does his job, and it's important. Right. He and know he knows what to do and how to do it now versus the career he's had. And right. I, I could be wrong. He's gonna be starting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He's because <clears throat> Julius Randle's gone. Right. Yeah. And and then they got Ray John Rondo, who I saw said he's he'll he's willing to mentor Ball, which. I did not see that coming. That's right. the last guy who seems like, yeah, let me help you out. Right. Especially if he's starting. Rondo seems more like the, he'd be pissed right. if, like, if you're start, right. he's starting over you or whatever. Right. right. Like, so LeBron has some help. Even Lance Stevenson. So you got Batman and Joker on the same team. That's going to be really interesting. Well, I think LeBron got Stevenson just to not have to mess with him like, during the season. Like, you're my team now. Please mess with other people. Yeah, do that, do <laughs> yeah. that over there. Like, <laughs> it was a smart move in that sense. Like he, was, he, was, he was tired. LeBron wasn't playing this year. See, yeah. but does, doesn't it worry you a little bit, though, as a LeBron fan, in the sense of the Cavs team, the Cavs supporting cast is better than the Lakers right now, don't you think? They had an all-star. Kevin Love? Yeah. What's he going to do? Put up 20 and 12 a night. Do you think he's going to do that with them? He doesn't. Oh, have. this year? Yeah. Oh yes, dude. We're gonna watch. Kevin Love's. You gonna think average. Cleveland's gonna be? No, no, I don't think they're gonna be great. But Kevin Love's gonna put up twenty three and twelve a game. Easy. So you think? Oh, dude, they're gonna run the offense through him. You, you, you remember him in, in Minnesota? Yeah, that was a different Kevin Love. Uh, but I, I get you. But also, having to play next to LeBron, you have to sacrifice a lot. You do. Maybe. You so, can't. You can't just be like, clear out LeBron. I got this. He's gonna be like. Hmm. So LeBron bench, please. Oh yeah, okay. But <laughs> LeBron is going somewhere where he has, uh, to me, he has more than what he had in, in, in Cleveland, and they have LeBron in them finishing five. I saw it, was, uh, it varies where you, you read, but I thought ESPN had him at eight, like just making the playoffs. And this we team, were just out. So, oh, and this team is LeBron James led. Like I got my Nuggets team has a good team. I think this year. The Nuggets are way better than the Lakers. And I, uh, right, even on paper. Right. And I, I just don't see the Lakers finishing. I think I see us playing the Lakers in the playoffs. First round. Four or five. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I see. I, I think you guys are going to finish like fourth. I think they're going to finish. If they make the playoffs, will be eight. Because that's the thing. What happens if LeBron gets banged up and misses two weeks? Or, that, God forbid. Because, you, know, you know, he's not. He's not RoboCop. RoboCop. <laughs> RoboCop got messed up. You know what I mean? Father time, dude. I rode the Tim Duncan wave for 19 years. <laughs> and then all of us, like literally all of a sudden, it was just like that. It was over. Both knees hit. He was already playing on one knee. And then finally the other knee went. And it was, uh, you know, really quick. And I don't think that's happened to LeBron this year or anything. But, like, just that's just the way injuries work. <coughs> Kobe was the same way. Oh yeah. He went from putting up like twenty five a night to like, oh damn, like you better put up put up like sixteen. Right. You know? That's not his fault. Your body starts to break down, and few people get out before they suffer a major injury. Michael Jordan did. You know what I mean? He said, "Yeah, I'm good." Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Shaq even suffered injuries before he was like, "Yeah, I can't do this." I think he ruptured his Achilles. Yeah. In Boston. Yeah, he did. He so, said, "If like someone kicked him in the back, you, there, yeah. you watch the, the clip. He looks behind him like someone yeah. kicked him." Kobe even turned around, and looked up, like, "Did you kick me?" Like, like, hello? Yeah, like, wow. He was like, "Nah, I didn't." But you know, I just, I, I, I like that move from LeBron. So I do. I, 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 I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I am too. I, I'm excited to the first. I think the first game they play is against Portland, and within the first like month, they play uh, the Warriors. So. Can't, can't wait to see that. And as far as the mellow move, I hope he comes off the bench for his like. And this is a mellow fan right here. Man. Right. Like I 
I'm a, I'm a Nuggets fan through and through. But Melo's best years were when Melo were here. Yep. Melo was not. He was Melo here. He was Carmelo Anthony in New York, and then the braids. Right, and, and the headband, and yeah. I don't know who he became when he went from playing with Kristaps Porzingis to have who's one of the best big, big yeah, of power forwards in the league. Yeah. To going to Oklahoma City with Paul George and Westbrook and not doing what they were expected to do. To now, Houston, Burley, uh, picking up some money from Atlanta. A steal. He stole. He bank robbery. Yeah. And, and landed in Houston with James Harden, the his two best friends, league supposedly. quote unquote MVP. Right. In my book. Everybody knows LeBron did the damn thing. Right. And his boys, Chris Paul. That's gonna be kind of hard. I hope. I hope for his sake he ain't trying to do all that. Me come off the bench. Ha ha he. I hope he's like you know what. I'm gonna know my role and shut my mouth. Uh, if if Melo can do that, man, I, I have a good like comparison. I feel like Melo's kind of like Des Bryant. Des, like here at the end of his career, in my opinion, he like did not change his game at all. He still thinks he's 21. And he can run just fly patterns and outrun everybody, even though he's one of the most physical guys in the league. Like who, if he takes the ball in short patterns, he can get 10 more yards just off of his ability. But he doesn't do that. It's like a pride thing. And Melo's the same way. Melo does not want to come off the bench and do what's maybe better for his career. He wants to look good and start. That's He's putting up bench numbers. Exactly. Your 16.7 points a game is a six-man number. You're six-man of the year. Right. It just accept it and go. Right. Just be the you best six-man ever. And you can be, you know, your boy J.R. Smith was six-man of exactly. the year. Exactly. And he was off and on in the starting line. Don't mean you just because you come off the bench for Donald. Don't mean who you're cares? Not it's like who cares. finishes the game? Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. You're Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. So anyway, I, you know I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not LeBron's. LeBron is the leader of y'all's group. And Dwayne Wade is, is captain and lieutenant. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Sergeant. Yeah. Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Right. And and, and, and Cadet Mello. That, that's what it Cadet is. Cadet Mello. I like that. Like so. And that's what I feel about that. Yeah. No, I, I, sorry. I, I think it's a, a decent move for. Um, the perfect, perfect comparison to Dez Bryant. Like, but he's he, he's not even signed yet. Right. I, I feel bad for Dez. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Um, all right, so ESPN doesn't even have the Spurs making the playoffs. Please, like, give me your unbiased opinion because unbiasedly, the Spurs <clears throat> making the playoffs. Because <clears throat> I know where, that's I, where funny. I stand. That's that's I laughed when I I smiled like wow. I'm surprised. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> the Spurs are going to make the playoffs. I mean, the Spurs might be the three seed, two seed because Houston. I don't think Houston's going to be as good as they were. So, <clears throat> my opinion, excuse me, the Spurs. Making the playoffs, if that's what you really feel. Mm. No. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, maybe it's ESPN, like, going out on a limb and hoping it happens. In the sense of, like, hey, we called it, but I just think that's an asinine take. Like I said earlier, we... What what would make them think that, that they're... We, the y'all aren't making the playoffs. We lost Kawhi, but we didn't have him last year. Right. Didn't have, didn't... Anyway, we lost Danny Green, who's a good defender. I'll give him that. Uh, we lost Kyle Anderson, who was a good like system player. But we added Marco Bellinelli, who already knew the system. We added Rudy Gay back and uh, DeMar DeRozan. And that, um, I don't know how you pronounce his first name, Podol. Uh, the big white dude from the Raptors. Um, got him. Aldridge. And we still got Aldridge. And Craig Popovich and DeJounte Murray. And, and so. Becky Hammond. And, but yeah, That's exactly. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, who, here's a hot take when Pop retires. I think that's going to be our next head coach. I almost guarantee it's going to happen. Um, so anyway, I just think that's ludicrous, but again, I'm a very biased Spurs fan, but I just can't imagine a scenario unless it's LaMarcus Aldridge going down early in the season, you know, with a, you know, season ending injury or DeMar, then yeah, maybe. But even then, I just think Pop gets the best out of his players, so. Unbiasedly, y'all, y'all make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see it not happening. All right, so who is your, and this is super early, not a game has been played, not, no one's touched <laughs> the floor yet. Who's your early preseason MVP? Right now, if you had to put money on it for next season, NBA. Um, early season, right now, atrociously early, right? Now. Yeah, ridiculously early, way like, too early. Man, my MVP would probably be LeBron. Okay. Um, you think he's gonna go to the West and just dominate? Well, not dominate, but in the sense of his play. LeBron should have been MVP this year because of his play. I think LeBron, he's probably not going to be the, have the production he had this year, but he's got Hollywood behind him. Right. You know what I mean? That helps. That helps a lot. He's and got. It's got. A, he has to be a top four seed, though. He has to be a top four, yeah. and that team has to be in function pretty much like a well-oiled machine. But I think LeBron is going to be the MVP. Golden State are the monsters, legitimately the yeah. monsters. Well, like, n- none of them can. Well, unless KD puts up thirty-four a night or something. Something crazy. None of them can win. They all kind of cancel each other out right. in MVP. I, I, I'm calling them the Golden State Monsters from here on out. Like so that. I coined that. All right. right. So the Golden State Monsters, everybody knows about their MVP capabilities. They got five dudes on that team that's capable of being MVP. But you know what? Nobody wants them. They're villains now. You know who's the, the who, who's Rocky? LeBron. Yes, Hollywood. <laughs> so my, my pick is LeBron. What about you? Like, What do you, what do you think? Man, uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. I, I think there's a couple people next year who could really have big seasons. Uh, I think just off of just regular season, I think next year uh, Giannis could have a chance because he's without Jabari left. Um, Eric Bledsoe's a year older. I just think that he's going to get even more touches. And I saw a picture of him this off season where he looks like jacked, like David Robinson strong. I was like, oh my with god, with his brother. Yeah, oh, like, settle down. <laughs> it's called yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna come down to that because Giannis is due. Like he's and if Milwaukee's gonna be something to be reckoned with. He, I will say the the one thing we're still missing from his game is a pure jump shot. Like he just need. It, obviously, he'll get there, mm-hmm. but he's just not like soup always consistent. Like he's he's getting he's getting there. I'm not trying to hate on him. But, like, that's the one thing I think he's missing. Yeah, MVP, he, MVP over all the other MVP candidates in the East. You say Giannis. Giannis. Um, all right, let's switch to NFL real quick. Uh, who's your smart money Super Bowl bet? So, not necessarily who's going to win, but, like, who is the best uh, odds? I believe, honestly, that I would probably put my money on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles again? Ooh, interesting. Um, you think but, with Wentz back, they're a factor again? And they got, you know... And they have a good backup, too. They do have a good... Nick, I've been telling people for the longest, Nick Foles had that team at 7-0 back when my Broncos were 7-0 and we was putting up college numbers on people. Right. We just so happened to put up college numbers on Philadelphia. Right. And Nick Foles got injured. Uh, Nick yeah. Foles is a monster. Right. Philadelphia just might repeat or make it back to the Super Bowl, but Green Bay has the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. And that's a oh, yeah. argument. 
He does. Whatever. He, he, I mean, there's no arguing his talent. I just argue, like, the fact that, at least at times, Aaron Rodgers has showed up, but has not showed up in the playoffs, or showed up short, at least. Right. Come up short. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I'm, I'm going to say Philadelphia. Philly. Okay, so um, I think the Raiders, or not the Raiders, I'm sorry, the oh, Chargers man. are a good, dare like, you. I know, I'm sorry. You just said the Eagles in my division, so there you go. Oh, what yeah. the hell? How dare you? Um, <laughs> no, I think the Chargers and the Saints and the Jags are all teams that, like, if you put money down right now, you got early season, uh, preseason odds. That you, I think the Jags are like eighteen to one. So you just don't have the Broncos nowhere. No. Well, I don't have the Cowboys. Nah, that's so okay. I mean, we're about even. There. Only one team wins a damn Super Bowl. I can feel like people get offended. <laughs> like, You're not picking my team. Like, no, I didn't feel like your team was the best. Apologies. But you think the Jags got a chance of going to? I mean, run the AFC, beat the Patriots. Uh, I mean, we don't play the Patriots, so we're right. lucky. Yeah, well, another thing, too, and another team that you could throw in there is Houston. If Deshaun oh, Watson wow. didn't get hurt last year, I don't think oh, the Jags are going. JJ Watt? No, yeah. Man. You know what? The AFC is stacked, man. The AFC is... The AFC is coming up. It's young. Like, even... And it's like... It's almost like NBA West Coast, West and East, man. You think, that, you think the AFC is that better than the NFC? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I mean, even... even even the Broncos have a good, legitimate team. Like, our defense, people are overlooking our defense. Like, we got DeMarcus Ware as one of the coaches. And then we got Chubb. We got Von Miller. Like, we, we have a stacked defense. And we have a quarterback on offense with some weapons who can actually put the ball away. Well, speaking of which, what, what do you say to the reports that Chubb's not doing well? That's the same thing as Patrick Mahomes not doing well. Okay. But I think he's going to – I think Kansas City – It's early. Right, it's early. I think Kansas City is going to be better than the Chargers. I don't think the Chargers are going to do anything but be the Chargers. Right. You know what I mean? There's only one good team in L.A., and they're in the NFC. Yeah, that's so, true. But, uh, yeah. All right, I like that. That's, that's interesting. Um, all right, this is kind of a random one. What is your big three? So, like, the the three-on-three competition that Ice Cube made up, what is your dream, like, scenario matchup? So, like, it doesn't have to be – this could be in 20 years. It could be guys now that play each other. I would say LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille O'Neal. That would be your squad? Yeah. LeBron James, Kobe, and Shaq. Ooh, I'd like that. That would be cool. I think it would be cool to see um, uh, the old uh, Jordan – Pippen and Rodman, like on the team together, oh, wow. as an older age, yeah. they're so fun. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be hilarious. I like that. Another one I was thinking of the other day. I didn't write this down. What is a rule change that you would make to the NBA to like make it just like a tad better? Like anything you could change, anything. As a shot blocker, I don't like the whole goaltending rule. Um, I think that if you can get it, stop it from going in. Get it, stop it from going in. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody grew up grew up playing what about, the, the shorter rim. Even on even if it hits the rim, you're okay with someone like taking it off the like the uh, the Olympics, the international rule. Like if it touches the rim, they can like slap it off. Yeah, you're okay with that. Yeah, because um, you know what? We do it. It's one of the reasons why Team USA is so good because we got dudes that can get up there at the rim, eye to eye level, knock it off like it's a death stick. Right. And other countries don't have that. That's true. So why not put it for everybody to do in our league? Like, yeah. you know what? All right, go ahead and touch it. All right, cool. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? If it comes to that, everybody can damn near touch 12, 11, 12 feet in the NBA. That's raise true. the rim. That's true. Raise the rim a half an inch, a half, a 10, 10 and a half. I wonder if that would, I think the only problem with that is that it would affect people's shooting. Like, I think it would be one season of just t- like 80 to 60 point games. Well, wouldn't we, th- wouldn't we need that right now? The three point shot, the way it is? That is true. That is the way to, like, throw everybody a little. It'd only be like a year before everybody would be on again. Right. You know, like, I think the, their shooters are good enough they'd catch up. Um, the one I would change is like, so you can only do it one time a year, but you can change and you get to pick how far out your three point line is. So like, if you're not a good three point shooting team then you move it in, but like, if you're the warriors, then like you have that bitch almost at half court because it doesn't even matter. Like, so other teams are at a disadvantage, but you could change it back or, um, to your, you know, the original big, um, size only one time a year. So like if it's in a playoff game. And again, you're playing the Warriors. Maybe you stretch it out or whatever. So anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting rule. Uh, you know what? That would make that would, that would be fun. That would be like a, uh, that four pointer. I was also thinking about that. The four. The four point. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what, interesting. That's big three has. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'd like that. I mean, I'd be okay with anything behind half court being four points. Why not? Like how how realistic is it that people are gonna start shooting four pointers? Right, taking the ball out. I mean, Steph's only three. like five feet away. Right. Like, honestly, his range is right there. Like, right. It's close, but I, I still don't see him like just pulling up. I mean, not like a regular shot. No, no that's you, not, know, you gotta heave that. Yeah, I don't care who you are. Exactly. Hey, you gotta heave that because right. that 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 nine pounds whatever becomes heavier the further away you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's easier to overthrow the ball while you're at the rim. Right. Try to hit the rim from 90 feet away. That's not, not easy you know at all. I mean? Yeah. That's rarely happening. Um, all right. We, we talked about it a minute ago. What uh, What's Denver's record and what are the Cowboys' record at the end of the season? You go first. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to finish 10-6, and and I think the Broncos are going to finish 9-7. I think they're both going to have decent seasons. I think they both make the playoffs. You think who made the playoffs as wild cards? Yes. Okay. Um, I think the Broncos have I'm gonna be real. What I want, I want them to have a record of thirteen and three. Wow. We have a we have an easy schedule. You do well. That's the thing, though. We think it's easy. It could really be the hardest. Well, I mean, it is based off of last season. Right. But at the right. same time, a lot of them teams don't. They haven't changed in a long right. time. And this is the NFL. You know the moves that are made. You know what I mean. We right. got some teams that are kicking ass right now, but we have an easy schedule. I think I want them to finish eleven three. Realistically, I think it'll probably be about eleven and five or uh, thirteen three. But I think it'll probably be about eleven and five, five. ten and six, one and about. Okay. Um, I think the Cowboys, with all the stuff they're going through, and y'all slave on Jerry Jones. Or what? Y'all slave owner. I mean, if that's the case, then every NBA owner is a slave owner. It's, it is, but you know it's what? Exact that would be fun role. to play with them slaves. <laughs> uh, I think the Cowboys. I, I think y'all have ten six. I, I think I'll give y'all ten six. I, I, I think it's possible. I think it's also possible we go eight and eight. I, it is because you don't know how Zeke's gonna show up based I, on dude, how we did y'all last. Like, everything I've seen from Zeke, that's not going to work. Zeke looks incredible. Like in, is in shape as far. Uh, you never know until he gets on the field, but he looks like about that. Da- Dak's the only thing I'm worried about. I, I just want to see him with. But that's the thing. We saw Dak with no Zeke, with a a broken down Des Bryant and no offensive line last year. Of course, he had a bad year. Anybody, Peyton Manning would have had a bad year, uh, bad year last year uh, playing yeah. for Dallas. So like that's my only thing. 
Like, I'm okay with people saying that Dak didn't have a, a sophomore slump, but, like, list the reasons why. It wasn't just, like, it was just on him. So that's something that frustrates me. Yeah, I'll give you the Okay, which uh, team has the bigger jump in the NBA this year, and we'll do that by conference, the Sixers or the Celtics? Like, who do you see going farther? Because I already think they're both good. But it's that conference is anybody's. People have the Celtics being winning the Eastern Finals. Right. I think they have a good team. I they got that. a lot of stuff coming back. We we already seen what the Sixers got. We already know what they can do. We don't know what the Boston Celtics can do, and it's the po- the possibility when they're fully healthy, is, right? Too. And it's probability. It's possible Boston can go to the finals, and it's probable that the Seventy Sixers will go to the Eastern Finals. Right. I think the Celtics. Uh, I think what it really comes down to is the Celtics are so loaded, like especially at guard, which doesn't really happen anymore. They are like just so stacked, and they re-signed Marcus Smart too. So it's just like I think it's Terry Rozier coming off that six man. Yep, you get yeah, you get Gordon Hayward back. You get Kyrie Irving back. He's good with coming out, and then then what about Tatum? Is he good coming off the bench after Gordon Hayward? I'm sure he is. And, and then I got the Boston Celtics. And they're gonna play that death lineup where they play um, Brown at the four and Tatum at the three, and then they can play either two guards at their one and two spot. And, I, and then Al Horford at the five. Exactly. And I got Boston. Yeah. I, but I mean, Joel Embiid is beating Al Horford at center, but I got Boston as a whole entire team. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And the the what puts him over the edge for me too is Brad Stevens. His coaching is just next level. The way he had them competing against the Cavs, like yeah. the Cavs were like were the better. They had the better player that usually gets you the win. But it was that it was that whole what was that the, the picture of the, the departing Fast and Furious and Paul Walker talking to Ben Diesel almost had you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. It was, it was just like that. Like they, I almost, we almost had. Yeah, it was close. This close. Yeah. We would have had a couple other tools. We would have got we y'all. swept y'all before yeah. they did. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, I, I mean, let's be honest. If they had Kyrie, they would have won. Easy. If they had Kyrie. If they'd have had Gordon Hayward. They would have won it, without Kyrie. Right. I think you know what I mean. Like it would have been a different story. Like LeBron, that Jason Tatum dunking on LeBron let me know something. That was dirty. And then he looked at him like, <laughs> hey. And the things Kobe has said, because Kobe and Tatum have worked uh, worked out together this offseason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, what, what are you? Oh, that's crazy. Doesn't, I don't know why the Lakers didn't sign this kid. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, come on. That's kind of a slap in the face to Lonzo. But it, right. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, what record does Bama finish with? Bama finishes undefeated. Hey, just for real quick, who has the number one recruiting class in the country right now? Alabama. No, not what? not anymore. Who? You've been replaced, sir. By you? Yes, Texas A and M. Not worried about it. Now, Listen, I want to see it tra- translate to winning. I don't give a shit about where we the recruiting class finishes. Let I want to see some wins, Jimbo here. Fisher. Look here. Let, let me elaborate about this, Bubba. Check it out. We were the four seed. We got in. We had two losses. We got in. Did y'all really think that we were going to play as the four seed? Or were we really the number one seed? No, we're yeah. Really no, I, I, trust me, I'm an SEC guy. You guys were clearly the number one seed. Right. I didn't buy Oklahoma's hype. I didn't buy any of that. We were we were going to stump whoever. And we Georgia was our biggest competition. Yeah. And that's who we ran into. 
Georgia lost a lot of pieces that made them the team that they were. They're seniors, not their freshmen. Right. They're seniors. See, we got guys who are on our team and know the format. Yeah. And we got Tagatua Valoa. We got Jalen Hurts. Whatever they're going to do. Who, who's going to start? Come on, man. Uh, I really don't know who. It's, it's, I, 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 I want Tua. How disrespectful. Jalen Hurts has done so much for you guys. Five sophomore. You know what I mean? Two. <laughs> Tua. I like Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts, did you, you see him? Like Stephen A. said, did you see him in the national championship? He was the reason why I was so upset. Right, he, was he, he wasn't having a good game. Oh my god! I, 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 I'll give credit to Nick Saban. That that is a gutsy call to be like, yeah, because is he a senior this year? Oh, Hurts. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, he was a junior last year, but still, yeah. to be like, I'm gonna pull you. Right. Like that's like desperate, and if you lose, you look really that desperate too. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So it, it was it was it was one of them. It's a bold uh, maneuver, man. Uh, Bama finishes undefeated. All right, let's. What about what about A and I I don't know, man. I, Do y'all make the playoff? No, no, we don't. Do y'all finish top ten? I hope so. I've literally since 1996 or eight, or maybe it was 99. When A and M won the Big Twelve Championship, I've been waiting for us to have like a moment, and I guess the moment was beating Alabama with uh, Johnny Manziel, but it translated to nothing nationally, other right. than exposure, other than you know seeing Johnny play for the next year. But and see, that's one thing I have over you because I remember you talk so much shit uh, about that game and y'all beat us. I was so upset that we ended up winning the national championship and then you beat. We're quiet. I mean. Well, we still beat you. Yeah, we we, we beat the champions. I get it. We beat the champions. No, yeah. no, we won the champions at the time. Oh, we were. I think we were defending champions. Yeah, you were. You were defending. It was 2012. Yeah, and so y'all beat us in the season. Cool. Y'all beat us with Johnny Football, who sucks in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> terrible so far. Okay. So he can beat an Alabama team. Yeah. Great. In, in Bama. In Bama. It, shut up. We're oh, my God. That was so... Who won the title? No, go to the next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should Connor have been uh, rewarded this big fight after that crazy like bus interaction? Yep. Was thrown? You think so? Yeah. You okay with it? He wasn't charged with no felonies. He that wasn't is true. Charged with nothing major. He got probation. Look, it was towards that man. You want to fight that man? At least get a payday for it. Right. Go ahead. Let's go. Get that man that money, man. Yes. Yes. I mean, White talked a lot of trash about it. Yes. I honestly think it's the, this is a, a huge sign of where the UFC is right now. They're like grasping. They have no stars. It's only Connor. Like, na- name another star. Daniel Cormier is not a star. No, he, John Jones comes back and he's going to bully him again. If, if John Jones if comes back. If he comes back. Uh, everybody else. It's Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's turning into the WWE. It is. Thing, you know? It kind of is. You got CM Punk getting his butt kicked every other fight. Right. Uh, Brock Lesnar coming in about to probably get beat up by Daniel Cromier, actually. Probably get choked out. Right. And then Conor McGregor, your biggest star, after John Jones, who is suspended. Ronda Rousey's making moves in the WWE. Yeah, you need that. Get him in that money to fight this dude. Yeah. Uh, he's the quote-unquote other two-division two champion. Y'all took his belt, but he wants to get him. But I, I really prefer him. He, he fights out of DS. I think if he loses, and I think it's possible he could lose, Connor could very easily. I think he will. We'll see another DS fight. That's like the one that makes sense for him to do. All right. 
at least keep himself afloat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'd watch it. Stop I'd buy it. Of course, I would. It'd be the third and final. Like they both won one. This right. is you know, this is it. This is a stalemate. Right. And and, and uh, they give Diaz a, ch- a title shot before that fight. It'd be just another. It'd be a title fight. It'd be five right. rounds, winner take all. That would, that'd be awesome. I'd bust the shit out of that. Um, all right, man. Let's close it out. Uh, whose career slash legacy would you rather have, Tim Duncan or Kobe Bean? Bryant. And I'm talking like you get to leave the house and that's who you are. Oh man. The legacy. If I leave if I can just leave the house and walk out and I'm whoever, which is one of them two. Yeah. And you have all their accomplishments, everything they did is on is on your head. Two inches shorter to be Kobe, but two inches taller to be Tim. Yep. (laughs) Are you imagining life is two inches taller? Like God, that would be terrible. I think I'm gonna have to go with Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that was hard. For and there's me. there's not a bad answer to this. Yeah, yeah. It, it was hard for me because uh, Timmy D, man, that's more my position, man. Timmy played. Tim Duncan was one of my favorite players growing up. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I was I was I was a center through grade school until I got to high school, and I got a shot and turned into a three four or a five uh, five four, and then got to college and was three. Timmy D was the, that dude, but Kobe Bean, man, like he did that in Hollywood, went through all the trials and tribulations, but like I did, and I, you know, I kind of relate more to Kobe. I hear you. Okay, I like that. It's a good answer. Like I said, there's not, this is, there's no wrong answer to this one. Uh, I'm just such a basketball nerd. I love the consistency and the, the temperament and the how Tim Duncan was a teammate and just like all that stuff. I don't know. It's like. There's very few negatives to Tim Duncan's game. I guess that's what I'd like if I could pick. Like that's what I'd like to be remembered. Because if I let's say I ran into you, we were this scenario. You're Kobe Bryant, I'm Tim Duncan. I'm like, hey man, how about those fourteen thousand four hundred eighty-one missed shots? What's up with that? And you'd be like, what? Oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah, yeah that's on you. See, then and then then there's a video of Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant fighting. Like, okay. <laughs> Stop, guys. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. We're at like almost 40 minutes. But, uh, yo, we'll be back next week. Um, we'll try it. I mean, schedule willing. We'll try to do like one of these a week at least. Yeah, for sure. If you're down. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. There's a lot to talk about. A lot to go over. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think next week we're going to try to do something like more fantasy related. Real quick before we leave. Number one pick on the fantasy board. Who are you going with? Uh, man. I'm going with Von Miller. Not defensive, but <laughs> unreal. Uh, but I like the I'm, answer. I'm going, I'm going with uh, um, Calvin Ridley. Oh wow, sleeper! I like that. Okay, I think I'd have to go. I'm not going to be a homer and say Zeke, but I think I'd go Le'Veon Bell because they're going to like just run, drive him into the ground this year. This is his last year on contract. He's most likely leaving. So he's gonna get a lot of touches, and he needs to be, to look good to get paid next year by a you know free agent. So anyway, all right, man, let's get out of here. Uh, Blunt Talk Sports. We will catch up with y'all next week. We're out. Yo, it's your boy Austin here. What's up, Blunt Talk? So here's some of my uh, predictions for the upcoming NFL season. Um, I definitely think that the Browns have to get a lot better this year and I think that they could surprise people and they could get up to 500. I think that the Browns could go 8-8 eight and eight this season. 
as crazy as that sounds. Um, kind of like a dark horse, I got going for the Super Bowl right now, and I hate to say it, but uh, the Chargers are just looking nice, man. They have a complete roster, a really good quarterback, a good head coach. Um, they can make that interesting. And so you see something like maybe Chargers-Eagles happening or Chargers-Saints, which I think would be really interesting. Um, I definitely think my Broncos are in the mix to be dangerous again this year. Case Keenum is a boss. Everybody better quit motherfucking sleeping on Case Keenum. And uh, let me think. Another another thing I've been thinking, too, about the uh, NFC West is that everybody's getting real hyped on uh, Jimmy G, Mr. Uh, Jimmy G. And um, I, think, I think people are kind of, like, forgetting a lot about what the Rams have already done this offseason in adding Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters. And so, like, I think people are going to have all this hype for San Francisco, and uh, they're just going to get they're just going to get uh, just destroyed by the Rams in the division this year. And the Rams are going to dominate a lot of the NFC. I think that that's another pick. You could throw the Rams up into that Super Bowl pick that I said earlier. Um, obviously, Patriots are going to be dangerous for the AFC too. Vikings. I mean, it's really. This is like one of the first seasons in a while that it's been so wide open as like who's going to go to the uh, Super Bowl this year. So, And then uh, lastly, I got like two crazy stats that I think are going to happen this year and uh, things that I've been thinking about really hard, man. Um, the Panthers signed C.J. Anderson to that one-year little prove-it deal. And uh, let's not forget C.J. Anderson... Rushed for a thousand yards last season. He's young. I think he's only like 26 years old. He can catch the ball, which uh, is going to take some catches away from Christian McCaffrey, uh, who wasn't very efficient running the ball last year. I mean, obviously he's a great receiver, but uh, I kind of predict that C.J. Anderson is going to finish with better stats than Christian McCaffrey this year. <clears throat> uh, for that second take, I thought that Alvin Kamara. As much as I like him and as talented as he think he is, he's small, man. And I don't know if he's going to be able to handle that full workload. So I got Alvin Kamara falling outside of the top ten running backs by the end of this season. So uh, there you go. Peace out. Okay, I thought I was done with these hot takes, but I got one more bold prediction. And it's because I was just talking to a bunch of my buddies. Um, a couple of cats live out in Minnesota. <clears throat> I was talking to them. They were telling me about how fucking pissed they were that their team wasn't going to sign Case Keenum at first until they heard the news about them chasing Kirk Cousins. And then a couple of them, and there's some smart football cats, they are talking about Kirk Cousins, you know, in uh, high-pressure games, uh, you know, about not winning in the playoffs, all this kind of thing. My, my bold take is that Case Keenum is going to finish statistically better than uh, Kirk Cousins. And I don't think that that means more yards or anything like that, but I think a better efficiency and possibly going farther into the postseason. But bam, okay, that for real is the last take. All right, peace out, Blunt Talk. Shout out to my man Austin Green for sending in his takes on uh, how he sees some of the NFL shaping out this year. Uh, I agree with uh, actually most of your takes. Um, I think Kamara could uh, struggle. I think the Chargers have a decent squad. The Saints are a good uh, a good money bet. 
So yeah, uh, as usual, Mr. Austin Green stepping up. I appreciate the input, brother. Uh, look forward to hearing you on other pods. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast. We try to do this at least once a week. Uh, and keep tuned for the uh, the Heel Turn Podcast, my WWE podcast. Should be hitting next week with a SummerSlam preview for those who are behind. I will uh, give you a way to get caught up. So anyway, until next time, y'all, thanks for listening. I'm out.